Hi, it's Ethan here. Um, thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Opening Up. Just wanted to offer a little bit of context really to the conversation you're about to hear. Hammer and I have played quite a lot against each other and briefly with each other before coming out to Adelaide. Uh, but it's really in this setting, this winter, um, playing as overseas at the same club, Adelaide University, that we've been able to spend a bit more time together and get to know each other kind of properly. As you do when you're out here, you have a lot of coffees and a lot of lunches and breakfasts and stuff. And over those kind of meetings, um, we've talked a lot about the topics that come up in this recording. Miles speaks incredibly eloquently and articulately about his experience as a professional cricketer and some of the things that he's overcome continues to deal with and um, things that he's learned along the way. Um, but he does so with a, a really delicate and light touch and a, a great humour, um, which really encapsulates his personality. So I hope you enjoy this conversation and thank you again for listening. Cheers. Good morning and welcome to the Opening Up podcast live from Adelaide, Australia, although it probably won't be live when you're listening to it. So um, I'm here with Miles Hammond of Gloucestershire Cricket Club and currently Adelaide University Cricket Club and we are sitting having a coffee and we're going to have a little chat. Good morning, Miles. Hi. <laughs> How are we today? Very well, thanks. All the better for sitting here with you oh, and so doing this. It's been a long time coming um, and hopefully we'll cover um, a few more serious topics and maybe even some lighter ones as well. Um, so, can you give me a little rundown of your time in Adelaide so far, how you're finding it, um, the things you've enjoyed and maybe things that you've uh, enjoyed less? <laughs> Such as spending a long time with me. Yeah, things I enjoyed less. Should we start with that? That's yeah, always yeah, easier, yeah. isn't it? I'll get it off my chest. Yeah. Um, Ethan. Oh, too many coffees. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, it's been lovely. I started, uh, when was it? Uh, end of November. Um, had about a week before the first game. Watched you get 10 for, um, you know. Whatever. They were Ma- making me <laughs> putting me under a bit of pressure. <laughs> then, um, yeah, and then uh, so I was there for what, three weeks before, three and a half weeks before Christmas. Went home um, and come back. What has it been? Three weeks now. Yeah, yeah. So um, loving it. The sun has been shining, which has been nice. Um, as we said, had a lot, lots of coffees and avalon toast, um, and a lot of gin. I think that's been the main things. Obviously, this is an audio um, recording, but I can testify that Hammer is looking hot. Um, so the gym's been working. Um, you mentioned, obviously, uh, slightly flippantly pressure there, but I'll ask you a little bit about coming over to a club um, as uh, the kind of overseas player and the expectations perform, which you've obviously handled fantastically um, for context. Hammer got 200 in his first two games, but is that something that you felt? Is it um, something that you felt when you've been in Australia before or found difficult? Um, and even then, as a wider question, when playing in bigger tournaments back home and stuff, how is that something that you handle? I know it's kind of two parts there. Yeah, um, it's an interesting one coming out here. Um, because it's it's an interesting dynamic because 
you, for me, I, and I think for most professional cricketers coming over to Australia, for the winter it's about preparation and it's about how to make use of your time in the winter to then come back in March, April, May and be ready for a pretty full-on county season. Um, so it's a case of, yes, you're coming over and you're playing for a club and there are, there are, there are those pressures to perform because obviously you want to show people how good you are and also you want to sh- sort of be useful I suppose um, uh, but it's also a case of trying to keep that perspective of like right why am I here like what would I be doing in England and that almost helps with taking a little bit of pressure off even though I actually think when you've got that little bit of pressure it helps um, I know in the last couple of weeks I've probably struggled with a bit of a lack of motivation possibly because I did well in the first bit because I was you know you know a bit more on a bit more like right I want to do well and everything so it's a case of like trying to balance those things and pressure's good uh, nerves are good but also not trying to do too much because you know <laughs> I don't, the English season is like probably one of the harder like domestic seasons yeah. around the world uh, just because of the amount of games and how, how much of a grind it is um, so that's the first half of the, the question yeah, yeah. and then trying to handle pressure in bigger tournaments is it's a case of like um, like anything it's like accepting it for what it is and knowing that there's there's pressure from me on myself uh, which is a great thing because you always want that you always want to do well but it's also a case of knowing that there's opportunity out there when you're playing in these big tournaments and almost looking at that side of things rather than the flip side which is oh god what if I drop this catch in front of this crowd or, or what if I get one off 15 balls and ruin it for the you know it's a case of like always trying to look for the opportunity in what you're doing uh, and also knowing that cricket's not what makes me who I am which is going, yeah, going on to another bit another subject which yeah. <laughs> no no well, well, that, 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 that. yeah that's perfect and probably what we spoke that we would speak about anyway and is that something that you've had to learn have there been times maybe when you've been when you've felt your identity overly connected to cricket I know that's something I've struggled oh massively yeah no um, yeah I think it's only been well, time flies actually because I'm 27 now which makes me feel old but uh, it, <laughs> it's been probably three or three years maybe three and a half four years where I've actually been able to um, reconcile that cricket shouldn't be everything or, sh- or isn't my identity or doesn't reflect on who I am at, like to my family, friends, people I care about. Um, yeah, so it's a, yeah, it's a, yeah. I don't know where I'm going with that, but it's, um, yeah, just making, so, yes, so I'll go back. Um, so it's actually one of the massive things that's changed in the last few years, which has meant my performance has actually been better. My quality of life outside of cricket has been better uh, because I've separated my identity of being a cricketer and me as a person. Yeah. I've sort of split them. Um, there will always be a part of me which... Um, 
sort of cares a lot about cricket and it is part of my identity of course it is but it's not if I so say I get out for a duck and I nip off and we go for a beer after I won't be thinking I'm a bad bloke because I have yeah, yeah, yeah. nicked off for nothing um, equally if I score 100 I won't be thinking I'm the best bloke ever no you know it's just a case of like trying to separate the two and was that a conscious decision or something that just came with maturity and kind of other life experience do you think um, I think like anything you sort of I remember talking to family about it and you know, I was really struggling um, with stuff like you know um, depression anxiety and all that kind of um, side of things which wasn't helped by cricket I think it was there but it wasn't it was almost like having my identity intertwined with my cricket didn't help that at all Um, and in certain periods it probably hindered it Um, and so it's been a like slow process of like realize firstly realizing there's there's something wrong Um, then seeking help uh, talking it through finding a new perspective and then working really hard on that and it will always be a work on so it's like it's not like a yeah, there's never a, an absolute time where it switched, but it's also it's just a learning journey. All that, those cliches. Yeah, yeah. No, um, well, it's very courageous to have recognised that and also to speak about it. So thank you. Um, I suppose, kind of on a slightly wider level, do you feel from when you started playing nearly ten years ago now? Um, to now there is a different attitude towards mental health and towards some of the difficulties that cricket cricket can pose for that not just obviously in, in the ups and downs of the game but actually in how that can affect people and we've seen a lot of um, cricketers over the last five to ten years sorry over the last five years or so more so than before come out and, and be happy to talk about that how have you found that being involved in county cricket and professional cricket how have you felt that the attitudes towards that have changed or where, where are they now? It's definitely evolved, 100%. I mean, I can't, like, you know, I, I can't uh, really compare too much because when I started out, I was 16, 17. Of course, and I, you know, you, what do you really understand when you're that age anyway? Um, but it, I feel like, especially recently in the last three years, even with um, quite big profiles in the game coming out and speaking about it and conversations around dressing rooms um, being more angled towards um, the mental side of the sport um, and also just making sure people are okay and you know um, there's a lot more emphasis on yeah the psychological side of it making sure you're fresh making sure you're enjoying it making sure you've got enough rest um, and like being excited to play cricket rather than I think there was a bit of an old school um, attitude towards especially when I was in the academy and growing up through that which is almost like it's your job like you've got to work really hard you've got to it's got to be really hard it's got to be this it's, you know the enjoyment was like like down, way down the list and it was a case of like um, yeah just 
you know no you gotta work you, it's like work hard like all these like, like almost negative, powering like, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. just like um, it's yeah. Uh, like the, and the stuff that like I know this uh, but like Brendan McCullum is saying it's like actually yeah you've got to work hard but you also got to really enjoy it while you have it because you know it's not a lifetime yeah. occupation like we're probably all going to retire around 35 if we're lucky to yeah um, yeah so uh, yeah it has changed and I think it's it's brilliant and I think there's still room to grow but I think it's it's in a way better space yeah it's fascinating how something that like you would say the vast majority of cricketers get into when they're young for fun and because they enjoy it can become such a, a burden to some people and like the volatile nature of the sport itself and the fact that you fail so much more than you succeed you would think it's kind of like self-explanatory that you need to create an environment where guys can um find relaxation and happiness outside of those up and down performances which are always going to come um, and it seems strange it's taken such a long time for, for, for that to come about and it's still and maybe there is a small portion of people in the game who still feel that it's um, expected or necessary or some kind of rite of passage to go through those difficulties off the field um, and I, I'm not sure what you think, but I think that like we all accept the fact that we'll be disappointed at times and happy at times our performance, but no one deserves for that to, to infiltrate into their, their wild life. And it's, um, I think the more we can have conversations like this, the more that platforms like opening up like sporting chance and put themselves out there um, can create an environment where people feel that on the field they can express themselves and give them give it give them <laughs> and give themselves like fully to the game and know that there's a, a safety net there for them I think it's yeah I'm not sure what you think but I feel like the game has an obligation to try and provide that kind of that netting for people yeah um, especially younger people coming into the game uh, well 100% I mean <clears throat> um, it's an interesting one like if we want to make uh, so first of all English cricket better um, performances generally I, I mean I read something kind of which but it's, it's psychology but um, about um, when people are happy on average their decision making is far better than when you're not <laughs> um so it's a case of right if we want the best English cricket we can it's about making sure that people are enjoying playing cricket doing it for the reason they started playing you know um, going back to those the reason you started basically um, and I yeah 100% agree and it's, it's, it's like yeah it's like a, almost a force field around people to be like able to be vulnerable and able to um, openly talk about things because then young players who haven't experienced or are experiencing um, will, will experience um, these sorts of difficulties it's like giving them confidence that actually they're not the only one and I, that was one of the issues I think for me was like going through from the under 19s into you know professional cricket it was like you know you always think you're the only
you might not like you, everyone seems like they're having a great time and you're like, oh, this, sorry, this is a struggle. Um, uh, so actually, like, the more people talk about it, the less, uh, I think the less lonely you probably feel in that space. And it's not, everyone has, or, sorry, a lot of people have gone through very similar things. Um, and it's quite nice you can take confidence from that. I think... That's, that's such a good point because a lot of the experiences in, that we're talking about here are, if not universal, then very common, as you say. And actually, like in all other avenues of life, you look to people with experience to help you through areas, and this should be no different. There's so many great resources in the form of older players or people who have struggled through this. But if we can, as you say, open the conversation then that can, that can only help going forward. Um, I also think another thing that's interesting I'd like to get your perspective on is some of the like naysayers around you have to enjoy your cricket and stuff. I think take the word enjoyment to mean kind of happy, clappy, always smiling. My interpretation of that would actually be that it's enjoying the challenge and enjoying the difficult... It doesn't mean you always have to be smiling, but it's that you're like looking forward to the, the difficult things as opposed to feeling like it is a burden in some way. Um, have you ever been in a place where you felt that cricket was not something that you wanted to do and that was a burden and that actually it would be easier to leave it behind? 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, um, there's been a few points <laughs> where I've thought that um, quite strongly, actually. And I'm, I'm very glad that I've managed to... Um, sort of um, sort of flip that feeling on its head and here I am now but it's, yeah. Uh, yeah definitely I mean there was a point I don't know if you want me to go into specifics but what have you um, you know I start well I've always been an all-rounder um, started off really excelling with my offspin um, playing under 19 that started really well for that firm, played my first class, made my first team debut and first class debut in the when I was about 16, 17. And then it all sort of started. I don't quite know what the stimulus was, but it was, you know, I don't, don't really know. Um, but it all, yeah, it all became very hard. You know, I couldn't enjoy the challenge, like you were saying. Like, like, I, I used to remember loving being the battle against a batter or one of the batting against the bowler and really like firing up for it. And that used to be my enjoyment. And that sort of completely wasn't there. Like I didn't really have a feeling towards it, which was um, a bit of, a, bit of a, an, an issue, obviously. Um, and like you said, it's not about happy clapping. It's, it's, it's actually enjoying having a bit of needle sometimes yeah, yeah. or wanting to beat the other person, which is uh, why we all play sport as well. It's the competitive nature of it and all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, there was definitely points. I remember... Um, at one point, I think my um, one of my coaches actually was like, I called him for a chat, and it was like he sat me down, or we sat down, and it was like he was like, 
You're not retiring, are you? <laughs> this is when I was like 21 or 20. And it was like, like obviously for him to recognise where I was, is quite powerful as looking back. And for me, at that point, it was, I was, I didn't say it, I was like, no, no, no. Like, it was, <laughs> like every day was like, oh, God, what am I doing this? What's the point? Blah. Um, so yeah, that helped me, yeah, 100%. And, um, yeah. And can I ask and please go into as much or as little detail as you want? What helped you come through that period? Um, so I sought out help yeah. uh, in the form of therapy, which massively helped it put into perspective and uh, things that I didn't really know were not normal or not. Um, not healthy um, which is yeah actually the understanding of how, what I was feeling and why <clears throat> really really helps and that through therapy that really helps give me perspective on the feelings that I was having and you know it's, it's sort of like a snowball effect really like negative thoughts, negative actions and then you just start snowballing down and then to break that circuit is really important um, and that was basically so that was seems like a really poignant thing to end on and I'll just ask one more question which is how are you feeling as we approach the English summer um, it's actually as you can hear from the background noise here we're in the coffee shop it's actually been a little bit grim today here in Adelaide um, so quite familiar conditions uh, for this conversation still a balmy 25 degrees though so yeah, yeah. sorry hard luck English <laughs> um, but yeah just how are you feeling like looking forward to summer and where would you say you are at with yourself now in terms of your cricket and, and as we touched on more importantly yourself as a person yeah well um, I'm uh, really looking forward to the season big season for the Gloucesters Obviously, uh, got uh, demoted last year. Want to just make that jump back up, which is obviously always hard, but we'll see how it goes. But really excited for that, and um, very comfortable in uh, who I am now, and um, feeling very fortunate. That is fantastic, Mr. Miles Hammond. Thanks so much. Thank you, Ethan. <laughs> really appreciate it. <laughs>